I'm Shane. And I'm Bo. We are your Kentucky Fire Critics. Welcome back. Episode 27. 27. We're officially past the six months. Past the six month part. We're, we're now officially on our way towards the one year. The one year anniversary. Yeah, we're we're going to party. We are half, more than halfway. We're halfway there. Whoa. We decided after last time that maybe we should dial it back and just have fun. We needed to, we needed to light and happy. Yeah. Happy. <laughs> after, after last week. Lots of laughs. Yeah. Um, We'll, we'll get into that in just a minute, but before we start, we as usual, we're going to hit you with the socials. Yep, so you got to know how to find us so you can talk to us and shit, guys. That's right. So again, we'll start with uh, we'll start with the meta, the meta apps. So the Facebook and the Instagram. I'll go ahead and start lumping those together. Yeah, let's, they're because they're basically this, the same. Let's do this a little bit faster from now on. There's no reason to spend so much time on the socials. Let's just get them done. Agreed. And so, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. And for that matter, like I told you last time, threads, if I happen to start, start doing looking it. at it again, those are all going to be just Kentucky Fried Critics. Nothing special. Just, you know. Right. There you go. Nice and easy. Us. Facebook, that's going to be a slash Kentucky Fried Critics for the URL uh, for threads and Instagram. I think it's both like an at Kentucky Fried know. for the handle. I don't understand how any of that shit works. Uh, but so then once we once we leave those, we can go ahead and get on to YouTube. You know, yeah, that's the one. The, the look low key kind of my new favorite. Now. It's it's fun uh, <laughs> since we found a fun way to say it. Right? right, like it makes it way different. And so yeah, that one is going to be at KFC Riddicks. Yep, very okay. different. But we found a fun way to do fun. that. If you have to have one that's different. Yeah, because KFC Critics is kind of hard to say. KFC Critics just rolls well, right see, out. Well, you still even didn't say it right. It would be KF Critics. That's yeah, why see, it was, I didn't it even was, do it right that time. See, it's hard to do. It is. So, and so I like our new way. Yeah, KFC Critics. So again, though, remember, guys, if you want to make us a new, un, a second unofficial mascot, we have an official mascot. That is Colonel Pop Culture, our little, our, our little 3D glasses wearing bucket. Yeah. If if anybody wants to make us one of those, yeah, that'd fan be cool. made, we could always use that. But again, if we want a secondary unofficial mascot. Yep. That's going to be our new KFC Riddick. Yep. So we if you we wanna, need a Riddick. Somebody design one for us. Whatever you think. Whatever your imagination comes up with on what a Riddick might be. Go ahead and send it our way. That goes into our next one, which is going to be our website, which, again, that's Bo's favorite. Hold your excitement until I'm finished. I'm good. And so that's going to be at shows.acast.com slash Kentucky hyphen fried hyphen critics. See, I was very calm that time. I didn't freak out. You handled yourself very I well. I was all You're being very calm right I'm now. Trying, I'm trying, man. You're, I think I think you've made it through the worst of the addiction. I think so. I think I'm getting better. You're on the upswing. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just like I got a handle on it. It's all good. I'm not gonna stop doing it by any means, but I got it under control. Know how to live in society, right? Take your hyphens in moderation, children. And then, of course, after after our website, that's that just leaves the original. Yeah, the OG. The OG. And so that's gonna be you know our email. It's KentuckyFriedCritics at gmail.com. That's the one you want to send us some ideas. Again, you can send them to us any way you want that's private. But the Just email is definitely handy As long as it's not a public one. way. Public facing, that's for memes. That's yeah. for funny. That's, that's for, for funny shit. That's for just interacting. Witty comments. Yeah, that's just for interacting with us uh, in general. But you yeah. got an idea though, you can email that shit. Find the private ways because uh, yeah, we, we want to make sure that your idea is stays in rotation for for what we might do. So that's the best way to handle by this point. Surely, I hope so. Speaking of which, that was a great segue, wasn't it? I did it totally by accident. Well, what do we tell everybody we were drinking this week? What what's in our can? What's, what's in our can? Our our lovely green can here is the Founders Centennial. IPA. 
IPA. Centennial IPA. What's a centennial? It's a century, right? A hundred year anniversary. So we we tried to give you guys a little bit of an extra clue with the picture. Yeah, with the with the two cans. Get it's it. A, get it. This is bicentennial. bicentennial. I still don't think they're going to get this. No, this was this is one of those ones that was totally just for me. Right. Uh, we laughed both. about it. Yeah. <laughs> The the movie itself is a movie I don't think anybody's gonna know. I'd never heard. I of had it. to. Yeah, I, this was again much like I told everybody last week was a bow. This was a me. This was a hundred percent a me because I mean when I tell people about this movie, almost nobody else has ever even heard of it, not seen it, just heard of it. They yep. don't. I mean, this is a foreign concept of a movie. To that them. was my reaction. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Regardless of what clues or what drink we could have found, nothing could have prepared people to get this one right. No. So, uh, we'll I'm go expecting ahead. a lot of Bicentennial Man. Oh, yeah. So we'll, we'll go ahead and jump straight to it now. This is Spirit of 76. That's get it? The spirit of Apostrophe 76. We'll, we'll slowly ease people ease into you this. in on this one. Uh, so the movie's setting is 1976. But it's time travelers from the future going like to 1976. 2376. 21. Is it 2176? So it's, it's two bicentennials, right? Nice the, easy math for yeah. you. Two 200-year two gaps from when our nation was founded in 1776. And everything sucks. <laughs> Uh, but the movie stars uh, uh, David Cassidy, Leif Garrett, Leif Garrett. is in it. This is a wild yeah. ride of a movie. Like I said, I don't think that I'm a, that anybody. I can't quit smiling. This yeah. movie's awesome. <laughs> so I don't. I don't think anybody will have gotten that. You got David Cassidy and Leif Garrett. Well, where the hell do you fucking want? That is that is cheesy movie gold right there. Here's this movie is the reason that David Cassidy and Leif Garrett are friends. It has nothing to do with the fact that they were both teen heartthrobs in the seventies. They movie. met each other. They met each other then, but they just never really became they friends. They had, like, one scene together. <laughs> they did this movie together, and then they, they completely hit it off. And That's they've been awesome. super good friends since the since 1990. That's because fantastic. They're cruising around that dope-ass car his all after they were all shooting. They're just like, yeah, let's go. But, yeah, since you had already mentioned how great it was, they were both here. I just figured it was a good time to go that. ahead and throw that That one makes in. this movie even better that they're, like, best friends because of it. So, yeah, we'll, we'll start, again, from the very beginning now. So, uh, like I said, this is Spirit to 76 that spirit of apostrophe 76. 76 it's what many people would consider a nepotism movie it's a nepo baby movie oh yeah if you uh, look at all the people that made it the, well the credits yeah so again like starting from the very top it's directed by lucas reiner that's Carl Reiner's son, not Rob, his his other his son. His other one, the lesser known Reiner. Reiner. And then beyond that, the, the he's the director, but then the like producer is Roman Coppola. The costume designer is Sophia, Sophia Coppola. Coppola. <laughs> uh, well, and on top of that, Roman Coppola and Lucas Reiner are the writers of the movie. They wrote the movie. It's Usually really nepotism doesn't work out. This but one, this I totally think it did. It was that great. Is exactly what my notes say. My notes are like, look, don't let nobody try right. to take anything right. away from this movie because they earned everything they did here before, it's great it's hilarious before it's funny. you start getting all mad about it and being like oh they just gave their kids jobs I'm like no but look what they did it's no. fantastic yes they deserve everything they got here it, again it, it's a movie i already said that most of you listening will ha- probably have never seen or heard of i wish you had and i hope you will hear us and go see this it is truly hilarious it yeah. was ahead of its time oh no for real this movie came out in 1990 and so a lot of people feel like it was just it is a total satire spoof of the 70s. Of the 70s. Everything that's on screen is meant to be a, either a nod or a joke or or a, a, a hint and a wink to something. 
from, from the 70s, 70s culture. Right? In 1990, due to how, you know, again, to technology today is way different, right? Like, you know, we could make a movie. It's it's 2024. We could make a movie about 2010 and totally love the nostalgia vibe of it. Oh, yeah. Think oh, it's man, great. look at that old Nokia cell phone. Right. We wouldn't care. But in 1990, just due to the fact that, again, it, there weren't streaming services, there were less TV shows coming out because there were less channels for them to be on. There, You know, yeah. like, just due to the nature of, There like, wasn't as much shit. The 70s just didn't feel as far away. As far away. From 1990. Yeah, I know. I mean, I grew up on 70s and 80s yeah, shit. Yeah, right. Me too. And again, and, and I'm a, you know, we're of the same. We're just a yeah, few years 90s different. kids. And so, like, for us to feel that way, we were definitely not close to it. No. Then for the adults that this movie was intended to be the <laughs> like, audience like of. Like our parents. It's like, they oh, definitely no, it just happened. They, they felt too insulted yeah. by some of the jokes. How dare you make fun of my bell-bottom jeans and handlebar mustache. And, and doing the hustle. And, you know, I mean, like, too close, too soon. This movie was just maybe too ahead of its time. Yeah. Right? Beyond who we already said are the people who directed it and everything in the movie, they pulled some strings. They got some well, people in here. Well, first off, obviously, we said it, it's directed by Lucas Reiner. Carl Reiner is in it. Yeah. Rob Reiner is in it. Yes. They both have small parts. Small little tiny parts. But they're in it. Mm. Obviously, that those are names they wouldn't have, he wouldn't have gotten without no, being No, otherwise, he's like, come on, man. Please be in my movie. Like, I was an extra in your movie that one time. Remember? But beyond that, like, we'll hit the main starring role first. So then, yeah, that's David Cassidy. Our know, heartthrob. The Partridge, Partridge family. family, baby. Olivia Diabo, the girl. She's in uh, the movie Greedy with Michael J. Fox. You know the one I'm talking about? Nope. Where his grandpa is rich, and he's got to try to help his grandpa, and she's the nurse. And it's this whole thing about trying to steal money from him, but he falls in love with the nurse. It's a weird movie. It's really funny. I suggest you I've see it. I've never seen that one. She's in it. She's. I mean, she's in a few things, but I mean, that's one of the ones that I can I think of her. off the top she of my head. She was the better actress in the whole movie. <laughs> well, again, so the, the, the other main character, Heinz 57, not a major actor. Really? Yeah. He's really good, though. Jeff Hoyle. Well, he should have done more stuff. If you're out there listening, buddy, get back in it. You were good. He is not a well-known actor, Mr. Heinz 57. Unfortunately. Our other major character. Since I've already said it with him, uh, we should point out all of the people from the future. So uh, David Cassidy, also from the future, he is Adam 11, the nod to Dragnet. Yeah. Adam 12. Adam 12 is what they call the police station on the radio. Yeah, that one went over my head. I've never seen Dragnet. Yeah. Olivia Diabo is Chanel 6. That you one know, I like got. Chanel number yeah. 5 is Chanel <laughs> like number that 6. That one I understood. Yeah. Which I guess her name is supposed to be the thing that helps you know that sometimes the number might be one off. Well, you know, it's Chanel 6, not 5. Everybody knows yeah. that perfume. But yeah, Heinz 57 that though, was spot on. spot on. He nailed it. But yeah, so everybody in the future has, it's their, it's a weird they have name. A number. Like, are they clones? Is that what's up? They never give us anything. Thing. I don't even want to that's, make that's how I'm going to explain it. Like, uh, they're all clones of the same person, like that episode of Star Trek. But so, those are our main people in the movie. But beyond that, we have two of our people in the 70s that are again, like, these are our uh, these three are our future protagonists, I would say, our present day, present. which even is weird to say because it was it's made in the, in the 90s, 90s but set in the 70s. Set in the 70s. Uh, but so, the, the people who were the, the 1970s heroes. They are the McDonald brothers, Jeffrey and Steve. They were in a band, Red Cross. That's R E D D. 
K R O S S because you can't get more like metal than late seventies, right? early eighties metal than spelling it like that. Right. Like we just changed how the words are and added D, dude. It'd be great. So they're cred to knowing all the references and <laughs> things that they say uh, for language and lingo and shit. Is that, I mean yeah. they've got the street cred for it. Spot on. They are it's from what we did. They are from that era and they were doing those things. So they definitely know. Leif Garrett. We just got to And weird Leif Garrett. And he's not... Oh, yeah. It's at a weird era in his history. Right? It's like, uh, I didn't... If you didn't see him in the credits, you'd be like, that's not... That's not yeah, Leif Garrett. He, what are you talking he, about? He looks... He's not in a, as big of a part as David Cassidy. He's in a... It's really a pretty small part. Somebody's brother. Big character. Yeah. Uh, he, he gets more screen time than you would expect from when he shows up, but still very small part. Right. But yeah, he doesn't look like 70s Leif Garrett necessarily because or, he's aged just enough that, yeah. you know, because 70s Leif Garrett was still teenage enough that he still had like that boyish, like yeah, uh, the bone face. structure, right? Like right. he hadn't actually oh, aged. Oh, look at his chubby cheeks. So this is like a mix of like, he's trying to have those haircut and clothes. Right. Trying to look but younger, but he's not quite feet, His off. face is very much more a man now. Your face is old and haggard sir i'm sorry you can't pull it off <laughs> but as me and Bo said this is also just not the life care so you know like if you grew up in the 70s you know that life care yeah. the one that we were talking about if you grew up in the 90s as millennial kids like we did then you know the vh you know vh1, VH1 life care. so he had like black eyeliner on right, all the time shit. wore the goatee little, sometimes was black right you like painted in with a sharpie i guess uh, <laughs> and so that he was just in between these two eras that we know Leif Garrett as. Right. You could easily miss him in this movie. You 100% could. I would I would understand if you did. I don't did. know. When he smiles, though, I guess you yeah. can see it. There's a comedy or a... They're a performance art duo, but they're kind of like a comedy duo, is in the movie. The two agents? They're the, the CIA agent guys? They're the Kipper brothers or the Kipper something. Oh. Give me a second. I want to make sure I got... They're the Kipper kids. The Kipper kids. They're and, an awful old to be kids. Yeah, and so one of the two of them is Bette Midler's husband. Go you, dude. Make that fucking money. Right. So they are funny, though. I like them. I like the bumbling agents. They're great. I think we're good for the the most. Anybody else that's in it, we can wait until we see them. Yeah. Which there are some more. There are a few big names that randomly surprise pop in. One right in in the beginning here. I know. (laughs) Like we already said, this is a lighter movie. Yeah, it's It's, nice and jovial. We've said before, you know, like if, if you're from the 90s, the 90s is usually the era of the tight 90. Yeah, you right? put an hour and a half max. Hour, May, and tw- hour and 20. Hour and 21. And that's hour. with credits at the beginning and end. This movie it's is like an quick. hour and 10. It's take those tight. Off. So again, guys, this might be a fast one, but after last after one. After last week, I after think it's one, okay. Heavy and long, I think it's okay. Yep. This is just a fun ride right. that we hope gonna, you guys will. We needed to be, we needed to like cleanse. Shake it off a little Shake bit. it off from last week. But hopefully this one just inspires you guys to go see this. Find right. it somewhere. Yeah, go watch it. You can buy it on YouTube. It's definitely worth it too. I promise. Rent it if you're not worried. If you if you don't yeah, want to buy, keep it. it. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. You forgot. It's even cheaper. <laughs> it's even cheaper, and they'll they'll go ahead and just get, take it from you when you're done. But I'm, I'm promising you, you might love it, and then you'll kick yourself because then you will spend more to buy it. You know, you you, you will have wasted that four dollar rental money. So just go ahead and buy it, just to save you the time because you're gonna like it. I will say right now, we're not sponsored. I'm no, just saying, just, I'm saying you're gonna like it. So go ahead and just buy it, uh, save the extra four dollars. So the, the movie immediately opens though uh, with a shot of one of the members of Devo. That's one of our people right. we were saving for you Devo the whole band Devo, the whole the band, whole is, band is, is there because again you can't, can't have they're one. almost always together right like yeah. so you just refer to them as a Devo. collective they are Devo, Devo. 
And so, yeah, Devo is there right from right, right out the gate. First, first thing you see for our national anthem, and their national anthem is just a that. dial tone. It, well, it's specific, dude. Uh, you remember it's that it's the tone that a channel used to make when it went oh, off the air. The off the air fucking the beep yeah. noise that would wake that's you up at like three o'clock in the that's morning. That's what it is. Oh shit, I haven't heard that in a long time. Well, yeah, because it doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> and that's exactly what I thought when and I the, heard it. I was the like, green and white and red bars. And I was shit like, all on there the are gonna be so many people. Again, if, if some of the younger people that listen to us, now that we know we have some, I forgot. Well, some of the people younger than you well, just haven't ever heard. They it. have not lived in an era where, where that TV existed. stopped. Yeah, <laughs> that is the national anthem of America in twenty one seventy six. And we see a very bleak, gray draft. Everybody's just kind of standing in one spot. They have like bags on their head. We and then immediately <laughs> cut to Carl Reiner looking rough. Yeah, on purpose. Uh, yeah, because he's like they, he's they thaw him out or something. No, no, no. He's just, he's dying. He is the oldest living man, and he's the last living man who remembers the time, time before. before the degaussing. Do you know what that means? The big electromagnetic storm that stripped all the records. Well, degaussing is specifically magnetism. It's a ma- it's demagnetizing something yeah, that has all your yeah. audio tape. So in the nineties, everything would have been something that could have been affected by. I don't think degaussing is something we have to worry about with certain types of modern hard drives. No, I don't think so. And so the, you know, again, it's it's an, an issue that we wouldn't deal with as society today. But nineties society oh, would yeah, have been worried about. It definitely could have like happened that. if a big solar flare just hit and just. You stripped all the files off of all of our nice tapes and shit. It's like, oh man, what happened? So Carl Reiner is just playing Dr. Von Mobile. He's again, so notice he is old enough. He doesn't have a number. name and a number. That so whatever a, those mean, old. he's old. So yeah, he's the last living man who can remember a time before the records were erased. So these people all just live in a time where nobody knows history because it's been it was deleted. It's just gone. But he remembers. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. They start to <laughs> ask him about it. And so it's it's very funny. Did they ask him, like, what important things he can remember? And he was like, the Constitution. And he starts to what is it? He starts to say stuff, and he mixes it up Every, with the Miranda rights. Yeah, he's like, we the people have, have the right to, to remain, remain silent. silent. Yeah. And so he immediately <laughs> just starts mixing it up. And they're just like, but then he does say a few key words that they pick up on. Liberty, foreign concept. They don't know it. They're like, what? What is liberty? And then he says, freedom. And he coughs a little bit. Yep. Dumb. Freedom. Freedom. Dumb. Dumb. And what he is goes, freedom. freedom dumb, dumb. Dumb joke. Great joke. I though. laughed. It was good. And he does correct him, though. He goes, freedom. freedom. Uh, and Christmas for yes. all. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, fuck yeah, it's Christmas for everybody, man. Now, in his struggle, though, he did finally tell them the right time yeah, he did tell to go them back to go back to. to he his... said, if you want to save us. Now, this is funny because this is definitely very uh, late 80s, early 90s. This is a very Cold War era sentiment, right? Like, yeah. This isn't a future where they're trying to save all of humanity. This is a future where he is trying to send them back to save America? Yeah, just America. Fuck the rest of the world. Well, I mean, the rest <laughs> of the world might be messed up too, but that's not the focus of this group. This no. Group, because he is trying to tell them the way to save it is to go back to the founding of our great nation. The founding fathered. Right? 
So again, today, if you think about a movie like this being made, we would scrap this thought. Yeah. It would most likely be a team assembled from around the world going back yeah. in time. Everybody's involved. And rightfully effort. so, because again, if, if yeah, it was if this that bad, bleak, you would it's want probably everybody's this bleak help. everywhere. Yeah. Everybody should have a say so in facing right like we should can we help at least uh but yeah so we see this as just like uh let's go back to 1776 and take the constitution and bring it back that's Uh, the mission that's the way to save it it's like but wouldn't this is where they start like they're sci-fi but they quickly drive the ball because any true sci-fi nerd is instantly like but what's the ramifications of taking you can't just go back and take that we're getting ahead of ourselves what are you gonna Uh, do you're gonna walk in and shoot thomas jefferson we've not even heard that that's the mission yet we just know that they know that's when they should go to and that the constitution is important as soon as that's and then he dies mm-hmm. very you much must, but that was exactly. great the way he died he's like he was like you must go back to 1770 and they were like 1770 yeah so, oh, and then just died yeah. <laughs> <laughs> again, that's very Carl Reiner. It he's definitely good. done that before. It good. It's good. Uh, again, I'm not knocking it. Carl Reiner knows what he's doing. It's funny. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so then we, we finished, though, right there. I, I'm telling you this. I don't feel like it was a made-for-TV movie. Like, I feel like this is a real movie, right? Yeah. Uh, but it, it's almost filmed like it's like, like a made-for-TV TV movie. movie. So we get the beginning opening. Yeah, then we get this cold open, and then, and then we get the credits. Like a TV show. <laughs> like a TV have. show, yeah. And so now we get the credits. We get the open, right? And so now it's it's the brightest, craziest, 1970s color screens. Colors, man. Flashing heart signs, <laughs> peace signs, All different things shit. just morphing into... The, Zodiac symbols and shit going everywhere. It's outrageous. All, all set <laughs> to the song uh, Pick Up the Pieces by Average White Band. And I know that if you don't know what I'm talking about, you were like, what? Look it You've up. You've heard it. You've heard it. Look it up. You've heard it. <laughs> You've exactly. Heard it. Look you, it up. And as soon as you hear it, you're going to start dancing. You're going to be like, oh, shit. This is some funky shit, especially for a band called the Average White right. Band. <laughs> this whole soundtrack. Play that, that funky the, music, white boy. It's not that song, though. I want to make sure people... <laughs> but it do. applies. Yes, it does. <laughs> but it's not that song. This sets us up for addressing this. The soundtrack for this whole movie... Fucking dope. Rocks. It's I love 70s it. rock music. It's Dude, 70s metal this. music. It's 70s. It's a little bit, it's all it's the a best little bit shit, of right? everything from the 70s because as we've already addressed, Leaf Garrett is rocking some bell bottoms and he's doing the hustle. Big color shirt. You know, got uh, the medallion. He's totally just doing some. He's our he's our Saturday Night Fever disco dancing. Yeah, the standing. guy. He's, he's the ladies' man. This movie's soundtrack. You can tell this is from before there were like copyright issues and shit, and everybody wanted money for everything. Because if not, this movie would have had an outrageous just budget, budget just, just on for the music, right? Because oh, there's dude. so many, dude. Every, like everything, every is bit a, of this has some kind of song in it. It's a jam. It is like awesome. None, everything. There's there's no filler tracks. They are. All literal rock fucking rock and roll songs, dude. It's great. We can't tell you every song, but if you hear us randomly humming or singing, yeah, just right. understand that that's what was going on. And it just we can't move past the scene. The scene right. played in our head, and now it's there. there it's there. There it is. Because all these songs you've heard at one point or another, and they're all they're all dope. <laughs> as soon as we do our all of our our intros, and we get to see the fact that it is uh, definitely a Reiner production. Oh yeah, and a Nepotism. Coppola. Uh, yeah, once we see Lucas's name in Roman name up in big letters we officially finish our color palette right our vomit that was on the screen and we can start the movie and we we get another immediate shot of devo this time all four of them all four of them so you definitely know it's 
Devo. And they have the, two of them. Two of them have the weird little glasses. glasses, and they have the, all have the they weird have, little well, graduation hat. Well, because it's not thing. Devo if they don't have a weird hat. They love to wear weird, weird hats. hats. Uh, I love and, the, and then somebody always has weird, weird glasses, glasses goggly goggles. glasses. It's clearly Devo in this shot when you can see all four of them. But they immediately walk over top of David Cassidy playing. Adam Eleven, like we've addressed. So yeah, now that we're in movie world, he's, he's just Adam. He's just Adam. Uh, we probably won't even say Eleven no, every time. That's annoying. No, Heinz Fifty Seven. I'm going to yeah, call, call him Heinz Fifty Seven because every that time. Fun. But the, the other two, I'll probably just use their name. Yeah. We slowly find this out as the scene develops, but I want to bring it up to you right now because it's it's so absurd to me. They walk up to him right because they're like, "Hey, we know we need to go time travel." You were wanting this chemical because you made this machine that, time that can travels. time travel, right? So, again, we're establishing that this is a world where nobody else is. He is the he one. He is the time travel guy. Because at first, again, this is why I was saying, like, I want to address all of it right immediately. Now. Because the way the conversation pans out, it takes a while to piece that together. Because they almost make it seem like they have time travel in general or something. Right. But he's, like, the but closest no, or whatever. Something. But no, no. It, by the time the conversation is done, we know. He is yeah. literally the... The man who invented time, time travel. travel. They have known about time travel for, for a, while a while because he's been asking for the chemical. They've been telling him no. It's a world that in, that had no history. Why wouldn't you take the time machine? It seems he to me, should have priority on it this seems, chemical, right? It seems to me this movie didn't need to exist. The Ministry of Knowledge is not a very smart organization, it The seems. plot took care of itself before we got there. We don't need to be here. Okay, right, I we're just done. want to make Show's sure. Show's over, guys. Just, Let's go. But you were on the same page, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this, but now, it's like, wait. If he's had this time machine the whole time, why didn't you just give him the chemical? Why'd you have to keep again? Because he's like, I applied for it like five times or whatever to give this stupid thing. Even if it didn't work, at least they could have tried. Try right? Because now now they need something, so it's okay. Because now it's well, now it's catastrophic. Before it was like, oh well, we can just be a place without a history. It's like, no, no, you should have known we couldn't. And when that man said, I can get us history. Yeah, the Ministry of Knowledge. That's who Devo play. They are well, at least part of it because they, they say they're from the, the, from ministry. the ministry they're not the entirety yeah. of it they're there to give him the assignment to travel there in his time machine now that we've addressed the absurdity of it we don't have to keep going there but yeah. Yeah, so it's his time machine with a select team well and he was like fuck that I'm not, no, I'm not I'm a not hero what are you talking about I just want to go back in time so I can go to the beach I, he wants to go and he again this is I'm not ruining this joke because if you are a human with eyes yeah, they have a you know it immediately he wants to go to Icky Icky Beach. Beach. That's what he he calls it. But then he pulls his postcard postcard out, and it's just that it's ripped. It's Waikiki. Yeah, it's Waikiki. But the W and A have been ripped off the corner. And then in this future, it doesn't exist anymore. And so he doesn't know Waikiki. And so it's constantly Icky Beach. (laughs) That doesn't sound like a fun place to go. I don't want to go to Icky Icky Beach. I can't believe that that was a joke. That that was a. You are definitely stepping on a needle at Icky. Well, and that that was a constantly gone to joke. (laughs) They use that joke so many times. This is probably one of the few jokes I was like, this isn't that funny. I don't know which one of them. I don't know if this was a Roman or a Lucas, but one of them was wrong, and it's not funny. It should not have been. I'm gonna blame Coppola. Right? He seems like he would. He's not the one that'd be funnier. For some reason, I agree, and I don't know why. why. I don't know either of these people. (laughs) Some of his dad's pretension rubbed off on him. He can't possibly be funny, but right? for some reason, I think you're right. The icky icky, yeah, uh, that's all he wants, and Just he's wants like, "You guys are wrong. Sit on Take the beach. this, shove it up your butt." I'll point out one of the people talking 
is Heinz fifty seven? Yeah, he's the one. He's it's the, just before we know who he is, how important he is. He actually like lays he's, out the mission. And yeah, shit. yeah, he's the one that's like, no, 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 no this is important. We, we get. We this. need to go back. I don't and even do remember this. what. He, it's some kind of weird time. I, he had a label for what kind of scientist she was. The woman, right? <laughs> yeah. The and at first he just ignored it's her. Just he's a like, bunch of different. Yeah sciences mashed together <laughs> uh, and so at first David Cassidy was just like I don't care and then she walks up and he was I like I care now oh I'll go yeah when we go on how, how long when, till we leave how many of us is it just me and her because that that's when he found out ah no oh high 57 is coming too all right fine I guess <laughs> now I'll point out that we see it right now and it's a joke that doesn't pay off for a little bit and it only barely pays off but when he opens up his time machine the wallpaper is money hundreds <laughs> Hundreds and one tens, and just like every denomination of bills just plastered on the wall. I mean, money's you, they, they don't even they address don't even know it what right it now. is, I guess. They don't even they address get, it right, right now. They're just like, it's oh, just back there behind him chilling. Oh, I also want to. Did you get the actual name of the chemical? I did write this down uh, tetrahydrazine, right? Tetrahydrazoline Tet- six. Tetrahydrazoline six. That's a fucking mouthful. But yeah, that's the chemical he's been needing. It's not important, guys. <laughs> but I just, I, I just, you got, all remember that. I just for ran us. past it in my notes and wanted to throw that out there because uh, it'll, it'll come back toward the end. They definitely say it a lot. While, while it's not important <laughs> to know exactly what that is, they say it a lot. We'll call it chemical. It just know it's the thing that make time travel go boom boom. Yeah, and make it work. It make it spin, and then we. <laughs> Go through the sickening vortex of yeah. rotoscoped light. Looking like some 1970s Doctor Who it footage. It was great. This is, I mean, literally, it looks like they just filmed this. A little nauseating, this. but it was awesome. It looked like they filmed this in their basement, dude. Like, right? <laughs> Tell me it didn't. It did. I love it. It was awesome. Again, for a thing that a lot of the other effects look you okay. You were really high watching that man, dude. Well, for a thing that a lot in of the other effects room. are okay. Yeah. But this one. This one was really bad. Now's the point, though. I won't. This hat, the hat that David Cassie is wearing inside the time machine. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I weird little odd. Squ- it's square. square. It was square brand that's short and flat against Points your up. face. <laughs> I remember, and his is gray because everything in the future was in a weird gray, gray scale. scale. Yeah, uh, like blue gray. It was weird. I don't even know, but yeah, his was solid gray. This hat though, I I. It was super it's weird. the first thing you remember I told you like so much of this movie is just like forged in my head right. like it just like as I was watching it I was like I core remember memories. so much this is one of them I remember being a kid and wanting this style hat <laughs> so bad that. and so this hat the second I was watching this for for us to watch talk about it I, as soon as I saw it I was just like I have to have this hat did you go and search no not yet immediately not go not for it because I will buy it instantly we can move past this they, they do travel they time travel he takes them back I, it's funny they say he's a pilot he literally just he does, set the, he, set, he set it sits to, there with like just pushed, like holding the wall like ah. well he pushed he pushed the button so it said 17 that's what he yeah, did he set he, the timer to and, 1776 and like we got 12 hours yeah as i say we know the announcer told us that yeah the exposition computer told us that <laughs> when uh, they were to, loading in due to the weight of the three of again, this is one of those moments where I said they start to get sci-fi yeah, and then they like, stop. As they tried to do techno babble, but and then gave the person up. was just like, "I don't know how to write this." Uh, yeah, and they just stop. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> and so they start with this real good reasoning, and then they just immediately are like, "Well, it's just twelve hours. Don't worry about it. Twelve yeah. hours. They've got twelve. They got twelve okay. hours, or everything's over. The human race is well. Done. It's, well, it's not even just that, right? It's that it all, in twelve hours they can't travel back. Like, yeah, but because of them not traveling back, we'll make it. We'll make it life to where is everything done. is over. Yeah. So it's it's a double edged. 
double-edged catch-22. Yeah, because they will still be alive. They will just be stuck in the 70s. And not they a, never addressed yeah, that. Not a bad place to be stuck. Not compared to what, seeing what, 2176? Yeah, right. Like, oh, everything's fucking great. I, I mean, think it's funny gray, that at no point was that one of the plot lines of the movie was them arguing with each other about do we just stay yeah right well i mean jesus uh, christ is, that gets to david cassidy's well, character he not probably even should have. i mean it, as soon as they land we get a reason why all three of them would have said that as soon as they land they get out and they go what is this <laughs> nature i've read, read about, about that, that one, one time stop stories right like come <laughs> never on. seen grass it's like yep nope never going back that would have been the official smash the smash the machine fuck the future we're staying right here but yeah, so they land. Uh, we as the audience know that it's 1976. We yeah, see the little clock timer. Well, even, be- over. well, even before the clock timer ticks over, we could see like the pan out from where they walked out, and you could see some of the cars yeah, and cars shit. and shit. So you knew it wasn't 1776. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, well, there's obviously like a old student yeah. back here. And so then, <laughs> then they do show us though the timer. Like after we see that, obviously it wasn't. The timer fixes itself. Yeah, 1976. Like so, uh, it is David Cassidy's fault then, yeah, right? Because he's the man who was manning the computer, so he should have noticed that he went from. I think even when they were about to travel he had to like flick it to yeah make yeah it. so he should have noticed yeah, oh, this is on you brother you've it's, killed us all now that being said it's never brought up again and <laughs> they never problem either, it really. is something to address right now they never realize yeah they don't do they they never even realize that they're not in 1776 do they do the whole movie they believe they wouldn't fucking know they just, believe oh, wow, that cool. they are in 1776 they well because again they come from a point where there's, there's no, no history. recorded history they would have no idea there is nothing for them to have a point of reference to to know that they're in the wrong time. It's not like if I fucking did it. Yeah. Well, they don't know what 1776 means. Like they, they don't know. No idea. None of it. It's like, oh, okay, this is just a long time ago in the, in the before time. In the right. long, long ago. Almost like last week. <laughs> with the, they sing songs that remind, remind us, us of, of the, the before. Time. <laughs> exactly, though. It's just a vague time right. long ago. They have no reference to it. As soon as they step out, though, we get our second set of protagonists. Like I said, so the easiest way to keep this up it will just be future protagonist present protagonist present protagonist because they will split up into groups several times and it will just keep it simple <laughs> yeah but so our present protagonist we see them for the first time and so that's going to be what well, it's uh tommy and chris right? yeah tommy and chris these are the two brothers these are the guys who are in the band red cross that they look they the are part. 70s as Fuck, dude. Bell bottom jeans. He's got the one of them's got the the weird little hat thing that I swear I've seen on what's happening. The dude that plays Tommy. So not the one with the parents. Not the 18 year old. The 17 year old. Because they're like, I'm just they say their ages. But so Tommy, whenever he talks, something about him just reminds me of Corey Feldman. Like 1992 Corey Feldman. Like Dream a Little Dream 2 Corey Feldman. Like when he was dressed up like Michael Jackson, Corey Feldman. Yeah, something about this dude both in like the weird nasally and the way he pronounces it yes, yeah, I, I don't know it. every time I watch this movie you think there were times how... when I was a kid I definitely know I thought it was Corey Feldman that was how he studied he, he just went back watched some Feldman he's like I'm gonna channel him when I go to work on Monday I'm I just have gonna no channel idea, the Feldman he definitely gives me that kind of vibe 
But yeah, so they they notice this. The two of them notice this weirdness up on the hill. They're like, "Let's go check it out." And they ride up there. These people start talking to him, and and Tommy looks at Chris and he goes, "Tommy, man, did I do mushrooms today? I don't think so, man. Oh, these guys must be burnt out on some acid, some leftovers from like the '69, man, Woodstock. It's just a setup for the uh, us as the viewer. They are 100% in the '70s and hardcore the '70s. Yeah, hardcore." 70s, the vocab like, is gonna be very, very 70s, 70s lingo, 70s, man. They just wanted you to know that out the gate. That's really all this was for, right? Like they wanted us to know straight away. Striped pants, bell bottoms, and peace sign. They again, those two guys, they're teenagers. As the introductions are done, Adam <laughs> eleven, Heinz fifty seven, Chanel, Chanel six. six, and so the dude goes, "I'm Tommy seventeen, Chris eighteen. Priceless, right? Dude, I loved it. Why did they think that was their ages? She's clearly not six, six. And he's not eleven. I mean, he well, might be. He might be fifty seven. Uh, I don't know. Might be. Well, this is this is a time where fifty seven was very different than today's fifty seven. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People aged a lot harder still even though it was only 1990 it was still very different right uh so it's a maybe on that one it's a hard maybe i think it's a little mean well again in the 70s yeah that's fair in the 70s true 57 was a very hard that's that's what i'm saying in the 70s 57 is like 75 yeah it's a very (laughs) very different thing so they might believe like, yeah, okay, you're 57. They might be like, hell, you look really good for 57. You look great for 57, man. Hell yeah, dude. Keep uh, it fit. But I love when they show up, though, uh, after we get our introductions, they're like, what are those? The bicycles? <laughs> Two wheels. I've never seen I've a never thing. I've never seen such this, a thing. I love this. He goes, Banana Chopper 4s, dude. That's the name of the bike. With quarter spokes and full knobbies. Full I knobbies. have no idea what What's the fuck. What's a knobby? I, f- I could follow him for the Banana Chopper 4s. For. I get yeah, it. It's, it's the t- it's the, well, it's the style. Yeah, it's a banana. It's got the bi- it's got the uh, motorcycle style thing back in the back. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's the banana chopper. I get that. Four. It's the fourth edition. Yeah, I can understand big, this. Big handlebars and shit. What the fuck's a nubby though? Nubby. I don't know. <laughs> nubby. Whatever. I, it might be nubby. I don't know. But it's a. I I even got the quarter inch spokes. Yeah, dude. I, understand I understand what that. that was. But what the hell's a nubby or nubby? Full nubbies. <laughs> And it's the way he delivers the line to full knobbies. Then they look at the them and go, what's that? He's like, this is nuts. They look at him and they go, oh, this? Can we trust you? Totally. All right. This is our time machine. We're from the future. What if this was 1776? Right? They would have shot you and burned you for witchcraft. I was like. It's a good thing you landed in 1976. As sci-fi nerds. Right. This is one of those points where you're like, so nobody had to talk with them about what you should. should But again, when you have no reference to history, wouldn't that affect your ability to think about like what what might happen if you change things? You have no reference to that. Yeah, right. That's Holy fuck shit. My butterfly effect goes out of control when you don't know what the hell you right. even look and out these for, guys, does it? These guys definitely at no point in this movie care about any kind anything. of like what will happen because of their They're breaking the being temporal there. prime directive everywhere. They do. It's a, thank God they live far enough in the future. They don't know stock market. things because oh, yeah. these are the kind of guys that would have been would've making billionaires out of regular people walking down the street without yeah. thinking of the consequences. They would have just told them stuff like, oh, yeah, here in a couple of years, that's going to be like the biggest company in the world. And you're like, wait, what? Right. Thank 
thankfully we're not there. After that, the guys still I, I maybe believe them. I don't even know right <laughs> they, now. But as this is going they're on, like, okay, cool. a third person rides up. Rodney, Rodney Snodgrass. God, I hate that goober. The, the way they talk about him when he rides up is so funny. And he is the uber Berg- door. Yeah, just he's got a um, little camera. He's snapping pictures. He's like, oh, wait till I show everybody. This is going to be my science fair project. I have an issue with that. A little bit. So he didn't. What, what, so what is that science, science experiment? Yeah. That you found a UFO? It's not even a UFO, dickhead. It's a time machine. Yeah, you don't even know what you so, got. So check your fucking science, son. Yeah, I was like, what? what is he even going to do? But thankfully, he quickly was like, I'm going to get more people. I'm, I'm going to go, go get, get my help. brother. I'm going to go get my brother. I'm Wait, talk, tell him. I'm going to be back. You guys wait here. Like, that don't was let ever them happening. move. Like that was ever happening. Yeah, right. Like, they immediately were like, "Let's go." Yeah, we gotta get out of here. You can go. You can go hide at my place. And they drag that and they start walking machine. But as, bikes, even. as they're talking, though, I love they're talking about Rodney for a minute, and he says he's the enemy of decent people everywhere. everywhere. Such a he's very obnoxious. I don't know about an enemy of decent people, though. I don't know. That's a beautiful description. I well, love it. no, he does have like every freaking law enforcement what? ever written their phone number written on the wall. He might be an enemy of all decent people. Now we see that they're just walking down the street with the just time machine it behind them on the yeah it's so nuts like it's not a big deal yep, they no. see uh chris's parents hide they all just kind of can't crouch the three, behind it. yeah the three time travelers crouch behind the time machine so the time machine is still in right, plain, plain sight view they don't mention it they, at all no because they're the cool parents they're dude. dope parents man call me bob and i'm Jean. gina or jean is Jean. Jean. Bob, bob and Jean. Jean. they just bought a brand new Pacer X, dope looking car. Yeah, it's very wide. Very wide. It wasn't though. Did you see how tiny that was? Right, like a compact. It was, was a tiny ass car. Man, the seventies were wild. You know how I got this because I believe believing in myself. We just came from the B Ink seminar. Uh, they're like in a cult. Yes. Tommy is just like, dude, your parents are so crazy. Yeah, but it works out in my favor sometimes. Watch I this. I mean, watch this. Hey, mom, dad, you care if I hide this time machine in our house? That's fine. Do whatever you want. <laughs> All right, Chris dude. is just like, man, I wish I had your fucking parents. It's, it comes in handy sometimes. Right? Then we see the agents. Yeah, the the CIA agents. The, the band says CIA. I, know. I can't remember. It's, a, it's like I, a cleaning, I like think. Like industrial so, cleaning yeah, yeah. or something like that. But, but why are they here? Why are they all? Already here. So the radio said they call. They get somebody says they saw a UFO. But I know. this is before Snodgrass has called anybody. So I guess some random bystander I just reported it. I don't know. There was a weird thing in the park, and the CIA just has people out yeah, there. Yeah, so these are the, like I said, these are the, the, the Kipper bumbling kids, agents. The Kipper Kids performance art duo that they do. But yeah, they are hilarious every time we see them, I swear. Just bumbling agents. That's yeah. all they are, but they're, they do it very well. Yeah, they do. That's very good. Then we get to go see the crash pad. The, they dude, don't tell us this is what it's called until cool, later, but later they tell us that that's what they call their little place. Yeah, it's the, the crash, the crash pad. pad. When we cut into it, we see they're showing David Cassidy their giant ode to Grand Funk Railroad. Like, it's like a giant, it's right. like a school project wall of just Grand Funk, Funk Railroad. Railroad. It's literally like, you know, like when you go to like an elementary school and the teacher, like yeah, the letter cutouts and spells their own things. things like, like, it is like they got those letters and spelled out Grand 
Grand did. Funk Railroad. <laughs> There's like newspaper clippings with different shit. things, and they're like, he's like, so what can you tell me about these guys? They're, he's, they're an like, American no. band. <laughs> he's like, I mean, dude, they're a big piece of history. They're part of what makes uh, America great. You could say they're the American band. You know, they come into your, your town. town. They'll help, help you party, party down. down. And then as soon as they finish saying the line, <laughs> Chanel accidentally he pushes the, the A-track tape and into the machine. Song. And right at that part, too. We're it's an American band. We're coming to your town. We'll help you party down. We're an American band. This, they go over and they stop it. Have you ever seen an A-track player before? Do you not have those in the future? Which is the, like triple funny at this point right like it's like meta it's meta on top of meta on top of meta because at in the 90s we already didn't didn't have have eight tracks it is eight track came out came out in the 70s to replace records and immediately people were like nope we can do better than that we got cassettes same thing same thing smaller holds more no shit on an eight track so eight track sounds good no i'm not but i'm just saying like it is it's meta upon meta because at this point at this point the kids listening don't even know no, what, what the fuck, the fuck I mean I barely is. I've seen two or three my in my aunt entire had one that's all the only reason I uh, know about time travel and 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 and, to, and we hear that Tommy and Chris they're the real reason they're doing this yeah it's fuck all to do with trying to help them <laughs> right. save the timeline they just love to have a good chance to, to give it to old over Snodgrass. Snodgrass. I love that. We dude. don't want him to win the science fair. Well, and that they, would just and they were, to death. And they were like, and just in general, win. Yeah. He so, doesn't deserve it. Fuck him. So yeah, if hiding you means he doesn't get what he wants, we're, we're on, on board. We're good. Let's do it. I love that. And then that this is the time where we get the the one thirty second payoff for the cash in the time machine. Oh yeah, because they're like, man, we need like all kinds of money to. Well, that's why they want to. That's the only reason they want. To be, well, no, before that, they said the oh, only reason they wanted Because he doesn't deserve that $300. And they were the like, three, he goes, $300? That's nothing. Uh, what, this? This? And he opens it up, and they're like, what? He's There's like, money's useless in the future. Why do they have it? It makes good wallpaper. It's nice and sturdy. It's got that cloth fiber weave. I right. guess, dude. Well, and again, think about, like, we know how money works, right? So this has to be money that was printed in the 70s. And hmm. yeah, you couldn't have money printed in 1995. Yeah, they'd look at you like, this is fake, because right? it's 1976. So there's a few issues, maybe. A little bit, but it's okay. We <laughs> nobody, can look past nobody it. Nobody in the 70s was looking that hard. They're like, ooh, money. But so, uh, at that point, though, we just know that now, no matter what goes on in the movie, money will not be an issue. And mm-hmm. so the next thing they say is if we're gonna hide you we gotta get you some disguises you need new threads dude gotta get gotta get some some nice gear i love this shit and so we immediately cut to i love before we even see anything the dorky reference to the year they throw an <laughs> outfit across the screen and the price tag says 1976. 1976 shut the fuck up in case you didn't know in case you forgot and then it last 10 minutes but then we're in the, the clothing, clothing store, store and this is great before we address david cassidy's outfit large. yeah Especially David Cassidy's. This is what I want to point out. Anybody in this movie who was actually famous or from the 70s and still had their own clothes were told to bring it themselves and wear them. Wants me to warrant to point out two things. One, first off, as you had already pointed out, Sofia Coppola is listed as the costume designer. She did dick. 
She didn't do shit. She just like, bring your own clothes. I'm getting a manicure that day. But yeah, so all of the outfits, though, were just brought in. If you had them, you brought in your own. So the other thing I want to point out, other than that Sofia Coppola is a liar, David Cassidy's outfit that he puts on is definitely, that means it's one of his. Yeah, he owns this. This outfit is insane. So for the people who aren't watching, haven't watched, decided they're not going Describe to watch, us, I'm going to try to really paint a picture for you right. here. It Go is for it. blue jeans from head to toe, right? So we'll, we'll just start there. It's a blue, you know, like we all layered bell bottom blue and jeans. We, and, well, and again, like we all remember the like this is the '90s. This is his from the '70s. But if you remember the '90s, you know, like the it looks like a dress shirt, but it's blue jean. What is blue jean? It's yeah. that, right? So it's blue jean from head to toe, but over the shoulder cap of the the blue jean shirt is actually American flags. flags. On the pants, <laughs> the pockets, the sewn on yeah. pockets, those are flags. flags. And then I th- maybe a the streamline. Line of flag down I think the side. So. Then the boots. The boots are the most 70s. David like, Cassidy fucking like batshit insane thing. Cowboy boots. No, they are platform boots. Platform, that's what I mean. Platform yeah. cowboy they're, boots. They're platform boots that are sequin rhinestone. Right, just sparkling and USA up the side. They've got flags and one says rock. And one, one says, says roll. roll. Has the belt buckle, the big American yeah. flag belt buckle. He's and head then, to toe. It's, this this is he, his. Uh, this was his. This was his. And this is his, like, be inconspicuous outfit. Right? This is how I'm going to, no one's going to notice me in this well, because fucking 70, thing. Because 76 was the bicentennial, dude. Oh, yeah. No, actually, no, I didn't think of that. That's right. No one probably would question it. No. So, again, like I told you, like, so much of this movie, like, just inspired me to have conversations with my parents as, like, a seven-year-old when I watched this. That was definitely one of them. And my dad. Dad was definitely my dad was like no no yeah 76 like it was just everywhere yeah, the bicentennial was, was a big everything. fucking deal they definitely hyped it up the media fucking helped he was like it was a big thing yeah i'm sure he was like so yeah that's accurate like so somebody could have wore that, that outfit no one would have batted a fucking eye you'd have been looked at normal walking down the street right like you got a thumbs up even like hey man hell yeah way to go you barbecuing we are <laughs> but so uh that wasn't a problem but yeah then we see the next outfit we see though right Heinz 57 steps out of his. I loved this. This was my favorite one. Heinz 57 <laughs> steps out of his looking straight up like he is a Heinz 57 bottle. It's red. It's red. He's got a yellow handkerchief. <laughs> a little Heinz yellow 57 has the little, the, the, the label has the little, the little, the little hint of yellow. yellow in it. He looks like a goddamn Heinz 57 bottle. <laughs> and it's two sizes too small. Yeah, but he loves it. <laughs> He's he like, thinks he looks pimp. Yeah, I look great. He's like... He's doing the like. Hand. Looks like fucking Don Knotts on Jim on Johnny Carson back in the seventies. Oh, man, it's like the exact same outfit. As long as he's happy, he's happy. Dude, you look great. I uh, rock that shit, buddy. And then the last one we see, Olivia Diabo. She steps out. She's in a purple go go crochet. It's crochet. Is it crochet? The, the, well, not the top. The top is some kind of like satin, satin or something. Shit. But I didn't the pants. Pay to the the pants. pants are crochet. You can like. Fuck. I mean, like full whole crochet. That'd be hot after a while. It was. A wild outfit. This, though, is the first time we get a glimpse of the fact that the people who wrote this were geniuses. Yes. Like, for sci-fi, they are so ahead of their game, even for just sci-fi writing. Again, they do a bad job with some of their other sci-fi. <laughs> but right now, we see her pull out the their, communicator thing. I don't know what to call it, because, again, I'm going to tell you, it is a cell phone. It's a cell phone. It's exactly what it is. 
they don't ever label what they call this device, but it is by yeah, all. They didn't have cell phones in they 1990, didn't. did they? No. no I don't think it certainly didn't. wouldn't have been this. No. They perfectly figured out what we would have as cell phones way before. Again, cell phones might have existed at this time, but it was definitely just calling, mm-hmm. right? It was nothing else, and it was the size of a brick. And have fun getting a signal. But these things they're using are used to scan, take pictures, take pictures, text, take, take notes, notes, and call and each other. And call each other. The only thing that's missing is a screen. So you can see things. And so this is a modern cell phone. I'd like to have one. I like it. It's the like, only like the only two things like the they got one. wrong are that there's no screen and it looks like the goddamn Men in Black device. <laughs> the, it looks the like there. It looks like a thing. red light should stick out from the top any minute. <laughs> and she even holds it that way. Yeah, right. Because she read. Yeah, she's she's usually scanning. Everybody okay, she, uses she, a feature of their own, right? Yeah. She, uh, Hines and Seven is usually taking notes. Texting and shit. Well, he's taking notes. His notes and. Adam just kind of calls and yells at people. Yeah, he, he, no, he never uses his for anything <laughs> he just other calls than calling. And is like, where is everybody? Uh, but yeah, she scans and takes pictures. So she does more of what we would do with her, with her <laughs> definitely her phone, like we would. During the scene, we see her. She's just kind of like casually walking around the store, like scanning Ooh. clothing. She and picks shit. up the shoe, the big platform. Look at shoe. this! Look at this thing! I believe it's some kind of footwear. Obviously, it's like well, looking at it, duh. like fuck yeah! It but is. have fun trying to walk in it. That's the problem. Now, I want to point out this is one of our other uh, famous people. Did you notice who was the the store attendant? Zodiac girl, Cheryl. Yeah. You, you don't know who she I, is? She annoyed me. I hate these people. The chicks are like, what's your sign? And, and somehow arbitrary position of stars dictates right. how I am as a person. Again, keep in mind, you got to <laughs> separate people from the character. She's not the character. <laughs> She's a different person. Just keep in mind. This is Frank Zappa's daughter. This is Moon Unit Zappa. Ah. So again, I promise you, she is not the kind of person that she was playing. So I, just, I was just, as soon as she started being that way, I was just like, oh. I don't want to pay attention to you anymore. Well, you should have. It's, again, <laughs> sister to uh, uh, Dweezil and Ahmet. These names. Cheryl is there, and she gets chased off, but she is obviously the the crush of our present-day protagonist, because they, yeah, walk they just walk up at the end like, of the Zodiac hey, conversation. Hey, Cheryl. She doesn't. She just blows them off immediately. She's like, hey, how you doing? Uh, like, uh, and they're like, cold. Boner City. <laughs> Everything City. Boner City. Cop City. Drag City. Suplex City. No, that's wrong. All of this, most of this is all happening with Afternoon Delight playing in the <laughs> oh, background. Yeah, that's, that's what's playing in the background in the store is Afternoon Delight. Uh, it was a very good scene. We, and now again, we have we disguises. Learned, well, and we learned Boner City. They're in their disguises. This is when David Cat. Oh, this is when Adam Eleven finally actively makes a move on Chanel. Yeah, right? he like invites her to go to Icky Icky Beach. He says, he says, when I'm finished with this, I've got these plans to really? go to Icky Icky Beach. But first we have to finish this little mission and she gets pissed. She's like, little, little mission? mission? Saving the whole fucking world is a little mission to you? Saving the whole time continuum? It's even bigger than the world. Again, he's back to, kind of like he said in the beginning, look, I just want to go wherever I want. Right, like, I don't he's care. like, yeah, we're going to, like, after I do we this, do this they mission, give me the chemical, they give me the stuff, I go wherever I, go. I want. I want and she's like, know? oh, so that's why you did it. And then she gets super dramatic. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I want, like, was she trying to go for an award here? Like, right? she what was delivering doing? these lines. She was acting her ass off here she in a went, movie you didn't need to. Over 
over the top. Like, I was just like, damn, I don't even know if that fits the character right now. Like, whoa, bitch, calm, calm down. down. I was like, I wrote down, I was like, she's being a little bit too much of a bitch about this. Right. Like, Again, all he did was invite you on a beach trip when they finished. Not even like right now. Yeah, he's not like, trying. When we're done, even. He's so like, it, when we're done, we've saved everything. Again, which is good. We'll hop right? back in he the is, thing. He's at least in a, he's in a positive mindset. He thinks they're going to succeed. Yeah, we're going to win here. It's going to be She's great. She's kind of the one that's in the negative. Yeah, be optimistic, bitch. Goddamn. I just invited you to go hang out on a beach, drink some coconut fruity drinks, and get a sunburn, man. Like, what else do you want here? But So, luckily, they wrap that scene up real quick, and we see them all walking down the street, all of them having problems with their 70s shoes, right? right? None of them can walk. Stepping real fucking easy and shit. I mean, those, those boots, man, they had, like, fucking, like, yeah. six inches. Well, High 57 had, like, the weird clog things, right? You yeah, know, talking about, like, yeah, the... Those weird Fucking, he had to run in those later, I too. <laughs> we get a moment where we go see um, it's Rodney's house, right? Now's when we go see he's he's developing, and he's his, trying to develop his film, his and film. he's making prank phone calls at the yeah. same time. And then, and, and then, and then we finally get our introduction for Leaf Garrett. He busts in the door. Fucks up the film. Yep. Exposes it to light. Where's my golden razor, you dork? This is Eddie Trojan. Eddie Trojan. Again, so he's Rodney's... that was a good name. He's Rodney's older brother, but he wanted to be cool. Yeah. And Snodgrass so, isn't a cool name. My name's Trojan now. Like the condom. Eddie I'm Trojan. so much ass. But he fucks up the evidence. And so now Rodney's got to find new evidence. Yep, he's got to go get new evidence now. Poor guy. I feel so fucking bad for Snodgrass. <laughs> and now we... Again, you guys know sometimes we follow these scenes seen especially in this situation it, it's very warranted because the the cutting back and forth from people is it adds to the comic oh, effect it, it right happens here. a lot in here too so it's a little hard to follow but so now we immediately cut back to our group they're in a restaurant and they're just all talking to each other but the waitress is beside them and so Heinz 57 is just mentioning that he needs the constitution still he hasn't found the constitution and sh- so the waitress goes oh I'm, oh, I'm sorry, sorry we're, we're sold out of the constitution burger right now but, but if you try the valley forge and you substitute this and this and this. It's kind of like it. And so this is like, it presents to us this really fucked up, like, who's on first style joke. Right. Because she doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, but he thinks she does know what they're talking right. about. So he is very intently he's listening. Taking he's taking notes, taking notes about the Valley like, Forge. Oh, really? <laughs> Fucking Tommy just leans in. He's like, he goes, no, Ugh. when she finally stops, when she finally stops after suggesting the Valley Forge, he leans in and he just goes, Valley Forge, Barf City. She looks offended. She too. did. She's like, well, I'm I'm just trying to do my job. I'm just trying to do my fucking job. I'm going to leave you all here and y'all fucking figure it out. Right? Fuck y'all. Fuck you, bitches. That's not what she said. She should have. She should have been like, fuck you people and walked away. Be nice to your waitresses. Uh, so yeah, this is that spot where I said we're like f- we're at this point we're like 40, 45 minutes into the movie or the something like that. Almost right? over. Uh, and right now they make a point that they still don't realize that they're in nineteen seventy six. They're talking to each other and they they mention it again. They're like seventeen seventy six. Yeah, no one corrected them. No, they didn't. They're like we need. The, they're like Tommy by Chris, the way, why Tommy are Chris you are sitting there? They're like, by the way, why are you here? We need the Constitution. You can find that in the library. Yeah. You find that anywhere oh really and then they like okay you go they send Heinz 57 dumbest right? idea in the world you are time split travelers up. well in well in not just that you shouldn't split up you shouldn't split up without a person from, from the that time, time with yeah, you Tommy should have went with one dude and they should have yes. something this should never have happened the way it they did just go by yourself I don't know where I'm going not that it matters because as soon as they get outside the door the cops were there yeah, as soon as they walk outside there's the cops fucking everywhere so they had to split up regardless of what the plan was scatter and they Hines, do they jump run over the so, car yeah, tommy shit. 
Tommy, Chris, and Adam, 11, jump over the cop car, and they're all running together their way. Olivia, uh, uh, Olivia Diabo, Ch- uh, Chanel. Chanel is running down the street on yep. the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> just booking it. And then Heinz, 57, <laughs> turns around, runs back inside, and then starts moving shit to block the doorway so the cops can't come in. But obviously they can just step over really, it. Yeah, they just step over it. Oh, my God. The alley. He's the, running no, this down scene the alley. Is, this scene is comic gold. This is another one of those like etched in my head things i literally for the most of my childhood couldn't have told you where i knew this scene this from, from but i knew it and i always thought it was the funniest fucking thing because he's running down the alley and this isn't even one of those like he put it there it was just just in there. the alley there is a a sign with four banana bananas on, it? right it's a sign it's a for sign bananas was on, the, on ground. the ground and he steps over it yep no problem and the cops step on it and they step on and it they like they it's a banana peel like a banana peel i laughed my ass off. i had to stop the movie i laughed for five minutes it was so good i was like this is ridiculous i fucking love it it's so ridiculous but it (laughs) it is so funny it's one of those things and i am glad that you're telling me this because like i i laugh so much when i see it but it's one of those things you know i saw it when i was seven the first time so i don't know if it's just like when you were were seven it's probably even way more funnier but yeah dude like i (laughs) i can't describe why it's so funny but it is i can't even describe to you like because it's like when we say sign we don't mean like like in a grocery store big sign it <laughs> no. looks like a traffic sign right it, does. it, it looks like a diagonal shaped yeah, traffic a sign but there's a banana it. it's like a 15 mile an hour speed limit sign but it has a banana yeah it's super fucking with that, me- so, that metal that thin metal is it's what so it looks random like. and, and again though they treat it like it is a banana peel right it's, it guys, was I'm so getting, sublimely ridiculous that guys you i'm literally laugh. tearing up I know. right now <laughs> just thinking about it fucking banana sign when i tell you people you need to watch this movie I mean it that's the end of our chase because this well that's the end of his part of yeah, our his chase his part right? of the chase um, then it cuts he, to then we see Chanel yeah, she, Chanel she slides in into the the head shop and who's there Tommy Chong Tommy Chong our boy King Stoner himself who is there to buy I a need a case, case of rolling paper. papers man and let me check out that roach clip man with the one with the feather I like that man and that hash pipe and that ha- how about the nice bicentennial bong Dude, no, I wouldn't. And you know, why don't we fucking do this anymore? Tommy, so this bong to to paint a picture for everybody. Tell them about the bong. The the bong. First off, it is a bicentennial it's bong. A bicentennial bong. It's got, Very nice. It's got it's got our forefathers, which is a joke in the movie because it's right. one of the things she's looking for. She goes, our forefathers. She gets excited. She's like, forefathers. She's like, yeah, they're right here, man. But it's just a, it's just a it's literally it's, it's Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, it's, it's just Mount it's, Rushmore. It's a picture of Mount Rushmore, like seventy six on it, like a sticker that's across the top of this yeah, it's plastic a cheap plastic bong. one. It's a cheap, like it's the bong you think of when you think ch- cheap, cheap, cheap plastic, plastic bong. bong. You have, but. <laughs> at the bottom there is a an addition to the base like normally you know the base is literally just the just circle the that's at the bottom of the bunk yeah. this is like a big tray it right? extends out from the hand where and, you hold it and out in front is literally a tray where right? you can put your weed and break it up and put it and then put it into the fucking genius and, why well, don't we and do then this? Tommy Chong goes further yeah, right I agree with this he too. says <laughs> if they were smart they would have put, put the man. picture down there on the tray so that way I could see it well 
I'm using it. When you're getting wasted, man, you can like check And literally, it out. he <laughs> makes the perfect point, too, because as he's saying that to her, he's demonstrating. Yeah, he's and like where is it. his hand? His hand is covering Spring. the other sti- the the sticker. Other, the other sticker, yeah. Where, so you, you can't see it, the so forefathers see at all. He's a genius. Always listen to, to Granddaddy Chong. He knows what's up. While they're in the bong shop, though, we get our real introduction to Eddie, right? Yeah, like The first time in. we see him, we don't know that he goes by Trojan. We don't know the no, full... He's just all Rodney's we know brother. the first time is that he's Rodney's brother. This is when we get to see who Eddie is. And he's right? a fucking tool. <laughs> well, I didn't say he was a good guy. I just said we get to finally know who Eddie is. All right. So uh, Eddie Trojan comes in, Eddie introduces Trojan. himself. Totally Trojan, cock blocks Chong. To the point that Tommy Chong calls him on yeah. it. He's literally like, damn, dude. Fuck you, Snodgrass. Right? And he's like, Fucking Trojan, walks. man. Like, whatever the fuck you want to call you yourself. You can call him dickhead for all I care and fucking walks. When he rolled in, he immediately was like, don't go smoke with him because Tommy Chong had her unlocked. Yeah, he she did. Was about she to was going to the go, van. dude. Man, fuck. Asshole. Though, to be fair, Chong didn't really fight for her either. He no. just, as soon as she, he showed up, well, he's, he's like, a this. Well, because he's a real stoner. Yeah, total pacifist. <laughs> he wouldn't. Yeah. Right? The stoner is just like, look, chick, if you want to come smoke with me, I'm smoking. Yeah, if you don't want to come, that's on you. I'm still going to go. Smoking. If anything, Tommy Chong was probably being the realest Tommy Chong in yeah, that moment. Probably. That wasn't acting at all. He's like, this is exactly how I handle <laughs> this bitches. Is, this like, is man, what you I would smoke? do. No, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, well, then I'm done and I'm cool. <laughs> I'm done. You I'm hang all... out with Eddie Trojan. Right. That's your scene, man. Have at it. So, yeah, Eddie Trojan swoops in and, and steals her straight from Tommy Chong. Right. He's a, it is a dick move. Now, but in all fairness, she didn't make the decision based on anything other than she was trying to do what she thought would help her stay away from the police. Yeah, because a cop and, walks in. And if you were to look between Eddie Trojan and Tommy Chong, Eddie Trojan's probably less likely to get you arrested. Yeah, because they're just going to follow Tommy Chong out to his van. He's like, yeah, this guy's clearly Eddie Trojan go. looks like a, a clean, again, for the 70s. Clean he's a cut, tool. All but he looks like a clean cut, all American. Again, he looks yeah. like John Travolta and, you know what I mean? And he's rocking the fucking that? Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever, yeah. He totally is. looks like he's just disco dancing it down the street. Right. So again, not the guy the cop is probably busting. Tommy Chong looks like a fucking deadhead so from was, the 60s walking the streets in 1976. Yeah, it's probably a much better decision on her part to, I mean, to get away. Yeah. Not to have fun, but to get away. While she was in there, though, she was taking pictures again. Yeah, she was. She was using, using her, her camera, thing. her phone, her fucking cell phone, because that's what it taking is. Taking pictures of the, the roach clips. <laughs> the roach clips and the bongs and shit. She's like, yeah, we'll bring this to the future. This The will bong be especially, useful. because again, he said forefathers, and so she yeah, was like, like right there, these guys. These are important. These yeah. are artifacts. Artifacts. This, this is before that scene, this but later we get the scene. scene we yeah. get the artifacts. Artifacts. <laughs> these are what. These are artifacts that they need to find to uh, help them to solidify the the future. The future. <laughs> we got to. We got to learn new things. We've stagnated to the point where we're just wasting away. That's. We can definitely wrap that up. Yeah. We'll go. Bo- she leaves with Eddie. She leaves with Eddie. We'll get more to them in later. a little bit. But just know that she has definitely successfully evaded, evaded the police. The police. Yeah. Because that's all we're worried about right now. Yeah. We got to get everybody Everybody's getting away from police. Let's go back to Heinz 57. Like we said, he made it out of the alley and for the most part he's is still away running, from the police. Though. But he is still running. He's still scared. Well, he naturally. happens to run past a guy 
guy who sees him and, and notices that he's maybe running, and the guy says, hey, 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 I bet you I can help you out. I got a nice place for you to hide in here. I got Time right behind the guy. <laughs> nude, live nude girls, live nude girls for a quarter. A fucking quarter, man. That is cheap. Well, this is back in the day, dude. This is like one of those glass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like where you, you drop go, the quarter in and, and then slides, slides down. He goes inside, the, but the do you, do you remember the reason he goes inside? What was the name of the place? Uh, House of Liberty. Yeah, it was House of Liberty, and he's just like, and she's Lady Liberty. Do you know Liberty. Thomas Jefferson? I know Lucas Jefferson. <laughs> Luther. When he gets inside and shit, and yeah. she's just like, so, so what are you into? He's like, I need the Constitution, and that sets her off. She just starts immediately into this giant lecture about like yeah. everything. She's clearly putting herself through college. That is why she's working here. <laughs> yeah, he was like, what do you know? No, he mentions Constitution. Yeah, she, that, she goes off on her off. tangent. She was like, oh, started, the Constitution. It started with the Gulf you. of Tonkin Resolution and all this yeah, other well, shit. She's, she's going with recent, right? Like, she's hitting him with, like, recent stuff. She's Watergate, hitting him with all that Vietnam. Shit. And, and she's like, this is, the Constitution today means dick because of yeah, these things that's her stance is is basically like it's all just a big fucking joke because of this shit and he's just feverishly taking he's notes like holy so, shit oh, i went to the right place this is the house of liberty yeah she knows what she's talking about i'm just i just wrote my notes i was like this poor stripper's clearly putting herself through fucking college but so this is officially he has made his escape right no so we can we can leave him no i thought the cops bust in oh and, yeah that's right and he that's has right. to run he again. has to run one more time i'm sorry i forgot and then he shows up at the the b ink but we'll Thing, save but we'll that. save that. There wasn't much left. That's why I thought it was. Yeah, tough. they, they busted. They bust in run. and he just runs. So yeah, he gets away. I'm just excited because I want to get to Adam Eleven because <laughs> this is my favorite scene in the movie. Now we finally see what Adam. Eleven and Chris and Tommy have been up to. Yeah, they've been. I just wrote my notes of like they've been running. They have been this foot. whole time. <laughs> That's literally what I have. I said it's been like thirty minutes. They've he's been, been running. running. They've been on foot while the, the cops have been in cars. Fucking time. That's insane. Uh, but that is that's the setup we get. That's exactly what supposedly right? has happened here. And so <laughs> we see them run and jump over another cop car, and then they're still running. running. And then the, the cops, cops try to stop he's trying to stop because there's a guy in the middle of the street almost almost just barely it's like it it, stops an inch inch and a half and we hear tommy and chris like oh no that's not what kind of car i think it is is it it is oh Uh, everybody run literally you get david cassidy in case anybody's wondering no it's a Pinto. And that's the, you know, Pinto's all blew up. If yeah, you hit, you hit that thing, in, it exploded. I've seen videos of, like, crash test footage and shit, and it did. If you hit it at the right well, angle, and that's, the that thing exploded. Again, you had to hit it, though. That Again, that's what the funny part of this is. Like, they didn't hit it. No, it was, it was still a... <laughs> Adam Levin even says that. He goes, it didn't even touch it. It doesn't, it doesn't need to. to. I had to ask my dad. This is one of those, again, like, at seven-year-old, seven-year-old Shane is had to be like, worked? Dad, what is... Really? And right? he was like... Look, they're a little exaggerating, but I mean, them, they were known. Those things would blow the fuck He's like, up. He, Dad was like, you, he. I think what he told me is literally like you could drive one down the street almost like like you were in an ambulance, right? Like people were going to get out of your way <laughs> because they didn't want the danger of if you hit them or they hit fuck you. Yeah, man. I mean, I might be worth driving one just for that. Like, beep, beep, get out of my way. Pinto <laughs> coming through. But yeah, this is, is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like, again, like I do believe when I told you about this movie, this was, this was 
was what you said when you brought it up the first time. This was the scene. Because we saw something. We mentioned something about a car blowing up and it just triggered you into this whole thing. And you were like showing me this scene on YouTube and shit. We're like, well, that's it. We got to do this fucking one. Because it's funny. It's funny. The scene is so fucking hilarious. Everybody They're diving. They're diving for cover. The cop is like, ah! It's beautiful. It wasn't even the funniest part. Is it it's wasn't not even a big. Boom. It was it's a just very kind of, controlled oof. explosion in the they car. They just kind of poured some lighter fluid right. on the car and lit it on fire. It wasn't even like a big, you know, like Michael Bay explosion. Again, all of these were choppy scenes, so we just kind of pushed them all together to make sense yeah. of them real quick. So where do you want to go from here? You tell uh, me. I think which, we one go back want, to, which one do you want to do next? Uh, let's go back to Eddie and Chanel Six and the and the do the hustle in their car. Well, so yeah, now we get to see his car, right? Yeah, oh, just sick car. It's like a fucking '60s Corvette, wasn't it? I don't know what it was, but it was dope. I didn't get a good shot of the front of it. They only showed like the backside. Don't mock us if you know the car, or we should know. A, we're not from that era, and we're not. I'm not. Car, car guy, like a all I know is it's dope. It looked sick, and I want one. And it has an A track player. Yes, and a big four barrel or whatever the fuck he says later when they have to go fast. <laughs> but he's like, uh, "Why don't you come back to my place?" And she's still, she's just like, "Okay, it helps me stay away from the cops. Yep. Let's go to your place." He's just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm the I'm, I'm the man." Because he's already got to kiss her because of the cops. Because so the he's cops. Like, so he's like, well, he even asks her. He's like, "Why do you want to come back to my place so bad?" And she's just like, "I find you fascinating." I yeah, guess. she's just trying to. Whatever. Bull. We get back to his place. Uh, and again, it's his parents' place. His room is... It's outrageous. It's <laughs> you horrible. Movie, you ever see that movie, The Soul Man? Yes. <laughs> it's outrageous. It's horrible, because especially because it's his parents. And it's definitely tacky. But the I gotta screams say, of a man who desperately wants to bring a woman home. <laughs> but I gotta say, at the same time, it's kind of sick. kind of cool, right? I kind of like it's, it. It's total douchebaggery in 1976. But here, in our era, it's... Kind of the, the throwbackness, the of throwback, it is kind of the nostalgia. It's kind of like sick. I like it. The weird, the weird like lights, light <laughs> photos of all the different weird sex positions. I'm like, I'd Again, put that in my I room. would put that in there for total irony. That like goes in the bathroom, like, right? You know, like it's not there because I actually am like I'm that kind of guy. It's just there for look the total this weird irony 70s of it, right? Thing. Yes. Look how look how cringe it is, right? I I loved it uh, as much as I know I wasn't supposed to. Right? I loved. I it. thought it was I pretty cool it. too. She is now though essentially just stuck. Yeah, she's. Just trapped there. She's basically. trapped in Eddie's room. He's playing the hustle, teaching her how to dance. She's kind of she's getting it. We can slide on past again. Uh, we've spent a lot of time going over some of these. <laughs> they dance and they do it for a while. Yeah, they're stuck there. You want to go back? You want to go over back over to Adam Eleven Adam and them, 11, at, the and them at the crash pad. So they hit the crash pad. Adam Eleven, Chris and Tommy. They hit the crash pad. They're trying to figure out what they need to do next because yep. again, they just finally left the police. They got some snacks, sprites, and Pringles, and all this other stuff because snowballs and snowballs because uh they had to get they had to gather artifacts that was and like he Adam's said our food artifacts too because i totally just raided my parents pantry dude i got all kinds of stuff it's like no that's no, it's I'm fine not, i'm Shit. not hungry and then the smoke starts tang what's tang oh yeah and then he <laughs> explains the astronauts and stuff he's like yeah they did all kinds of cool stuff they landed on the moon put up a flag played golf bounced around <laughs> and adam just kind of looks at him and is like oh oh it didn't really help he sees the pop rocks right this is where he picks up, he the, picks pop up rocks. the pop rocks and shit. he's like drinking he looks at it and he's like and he grabs the soda because they left the room for a second he's about to drink and they were like no, no! stop 
Like, ten kids have already died that way, man. Yeah, man, your stomach explodes, dude. It's, it's fucking brutal. Carbon City. Carbon City. This is where they notice the smoke coming out of the time machine, right? Yeah, yeah. And so they realize, uh, again, we kind of glossed over it earlier, but Snodgrass had snuck in. And stole the battery. The They call it something. I can't find it. It's the Tetracell. The Tetracell. There we go. Uh, yeah, we we glossed over it. It was happening during the yeah, whole it's, crazy. It's a two-second scene. It's, he breaks, yeah, well, he breaks while in. Every, it's, it's like right after the clothing and right before the crazy craziness with the cop chase. Yeah, everybody running from the police. And so we just had a lot of excitement going on, guys. And again, like Bo said, it's two seconds. He steps on a mouse trap. <laughs> yep, that's it. And then he opens the thing, sees it, and is like, oh, I'll take Doesn't this. take all the money. No, ignores that, but takes the weird box. Yeah. Ball thing. But so they notice it smoking. I mean, Adam-11 is like, oh shit, that's not good. The Tetracell's gone. Blah, blah, blah. Techno we can't, babble We can't bullshit. time travel now. And then he's like, we need some more of that chemical. The tetrahydra. I don't even remember it. Again, guys, I wrote it in my notes. All this these. is why I told you earlier, because it was on my notes, and I knew I wouldn't remember it by the time we got he's here. He's going through all that techno babble shit, and Tommy just stops and goes, wait, we're going to be tested on this? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, no. But I mean, I've heard that word before, though. Yeah, the, he the goes. I've heard, I have heard that. And he's like, no, you haven't. No, you haven't. That's a very rare element in my time period. No, I swear I have. Then he goes, eye drops. It's it's in all eye drops now. And then they, like, now it, the, and they flip open now a mag with and whatever. Yeah, now it's tetrahydrolazone or whatever it is, guys. Again, sorry, tetrahydrochloroformalorm. I wish I would have put it in my notes Blocking. seventeen times now. But so they were like, I told you it is, and he's like, oh, that's great. Now though, Just, if only we had some carbon dioxide to help something. Something to, 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 to be a catalyst. A catalyst, yeah, there it is. He's like, the pop rock. No, they didn't even say it. They yeah, were like, I don't know. And he goes, Carbon City, guys. Right, holds it up because he looked at the ingredients before he almost died. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, we totally missed oh, that. Oh, shit, then. yeah, we did. We skipped a whole fucking thing of them going and chasing down, dude. After he steal, steals the battery, they go chase after Snodgrass. We are definitely sorry, guys. Again, it's not like super important. It's because it cuts back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So it's much. because, like we already mentioned, there were a lot of back and forth cuts. They Earlier, real, they realized, realized it was the battery's missing. gone, so they go to go chase down Snodgrass. We didn't forget. That part happens here. When oh, they realize it? it's missing, they immediately are like, we'll go get him. And then they immediately come back and tell him that it blew up. Okay, But it is because of... During that, we cut to at least two other people and then cut back to yeah. it. So we're fine. Okay, it's not that bad then. No, we didn't miss anything. Once they realize it's missing, they realize Snodgrass must have stole it. So they're like, oh, we know where he'd go. He'd go to the science fair. So they get down there. And of course they see him. Yeah, he's, he's there. He's got it. And he starts to run away. He knocks over the frogs. The frogs. And they're like, oh, no. Toad block. <laughs> Great line. Uh, and then we get a chase. And I wonder and they, how they got the frogs to stay just oh. in that line like that. Do you really? They probably, probably glued the poor bastard yeah, to a stick. Now. Oh, now I'm sad. But so then we get the crazy chase. Like they <laughs> jump over some backyard <laughs> he ramps. Gets, he jumps on like a big wheel and shit and is going. Then we get the speed racer that big racer wheel theme? look like it was made out of solid wood to you too? It had to have been to hold him up. Those right? things are cheap plastic. Well, in the 70s it probably wouldn't have been. But it looked like wood. Yeah, it, it looked like somebody made a big wheel in their yeah. backyard. And so then he crashes it though into, into the fireworks, fireworks stand we get our our director lucas reiner yeah lucas reiner was the uncle sam, uncle sam guy who was selling fireworks and rent runs the fuck away because <laughs> it uh, blows up and so no more battery no more tetracell it's all gone and so then we did get a little ahead of ourselves when we started to tell you guys the chemical stuff yeah. that conversation happened happens. now 
after the thing blows up. And so they came back and they're like, oh, shit. It blew up. We're sorry. And, and so this this is, that's where they were when he ate the Pop ate Rocks. The pop this rocks. is why we missed it. Yeah. Right? So, again, we We wanted to get to the Pop but Rocks. But we're there now, guys. Yeah. Then he's doing the Pop okay, Rocks. We barely and missed they come a little in and bit. Stop him yeah. And tell him the battery's been exploding. And then he realizes, oh, shit, we can make Pop Rocks in this. And this and, we'll and, make and, a new and drops and we can make a battery. It's it'll all be, good. It'll be all good. We'll need lots of it. Yeah. We, they're like, well, that's no problem. We just go to the freaking drugstore and grab all kinds of it. And the Pop Rocks too they're probably in the same fucking aisle oh definitely and so then the very last thing before we leave them since we've already set this up he's like we gotta we can't leave this here yeah we gotta he's move already, the time he stole machine one. He's he already stole the battery and we, and we all have to deal with that and they're like we got an idea we'll move it to the science fair hide it in plain sight hide it in plain sight I well plus it's, it's the science idea. fair if he's seen touching it there that's our project he gets in trouble head. right it works it was good some they were smart there it's, it's a good idea Chris and Tommy are smarter than we, we give them credit for even though they signed some piece of paper at some point in the movie the idiots <laughs> the two idiots or something yeah. like ah, you'd be a little mean to yourself guys all right so at this point i think we are safe to go ahead and do heinz 57 and the b ink the B ink. The B ink. Like we said earlier, Heinz, while running away from the police, he knew he needed to go to a library. They told him there was a library at the school. Yeah, so, so he shows he up runs. to the school. Apparently, the school also sells out their auditorium space for weird little seminars for people to do. For cults? Cults? This is definitely a cult. This is a cult. Well, this is all about beeism and being. You have to be. You have to Believe. This is Rob Reiner. This is to Bowley. Yeah. This is this is the Rob Reiner moment right here. Yeah. He is great. He is. He is very believable. I feel like he's done this before. As as soon as he walked in the door, did you see the bodyguard? Dude, he's fucking. He's in this cool, fun rainbow shirt, but he looks like he's gonna beat the giant. He's like six seven. He's huge and bald. I'm all happy smiles, but I will kill you, evil Mister Clean. That's what he was. Once he gets in. Though he immediately he immediately tries to stand back up because yeah, he, he was like, "This is like, the oh, wrong place. I don't need to be here. This is not where the Constitution." Well, wait, is. no, wait. Did he stand up then? I don't think he stood up then. He stood up after the weird lady started talking to him. Yeah, the lady. She's just like, "I've been here. This. He's gonna blow your mind." I shit myself. I shit my pants at and the last the next, one. And the next day, I got a raise. That I think is the moment where he was like, "I yeah, think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go." go. <laughs> and so he tried to stand up and leave, and he gets singled out. The dude's the, mind you, while this is going, before he stands up, the dude had already been telling everybody that the mantra they needed to repeat was I am an asshole. Say it with me, Shane. I am an asshole. So that's the <laughs> mantra, right? That is already the mantra. When Heinz 57 tries to leave, uh, he tells him, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can only leave once you get it. When if you, you don't get, get it, it, you can leave. And so until then you goes, get it, I'm going to call you Heinz asshole. Is, it, is that supposed to be an insult? They're all... An asshole. An asshole. So go ahead and call me an asshole. Right? I'm still going to I'm very confused by this guy. Right? I don't think he understands his own point. It's all bullshit just to get money. That's all it is. And he's good at it. He's very good. He speaks very well. I mean, I would have totally been on board. The the, I am an asshole thing. I'd be like, you have my interest. I I am an asshole. (laughs) Now, while all this has been going on, one of the things that has happened is Rodney returns home. When Rodney returns home, he busts in on his brother, who's with the alien. 
So he thinks she's not really an alien, but he's convinced they're aliens and a UFO. And he's like, it's her. I'm going to call the CIA, which he does. Which he does. And he has them all on all FBI, CIA, ATF, all of them on a fucking wall. And then they show up again. The guys, I want to point this out. This is the 70s. He calls from a landline and to someone else up. on a landline. And then the agents who are in the van, which we saw no radio equipment on, show up. Yep. How did that happen? I don't who know. called who? How'd that work? I don't know. But so shortly after, he makes the phone call. He barges in on his brother again, and he's like, I told you before. That's the girl. Yep. He's got the agents with him, and the agents are like, we're going to get her. And then Eddie says, this is the, the fuck you are. Yes, the best. Kung fu fighting starts playing. was kung fu fighting. He does a jump front kick. Jump kick. Doesn't do anything. Double he's punch. just doing it. He's just doing it to set the scene. Then Accidentally he knocks not Rodney well, out. He... He swings, knocks Rodney out, rolls backwards, then rolls forwards into a double punch, punch into their gut. And down they go. They just stand there, too. They don't even... They're just kind of like, what the fuck's he doing? I love that fight. It, it was so good. It's beautiful. That's the only reason I had to... I wanted to stop Hines because this had to happen. I'm sure We're it set up where they go. Oh, it definitely that, did in yeah. the movie. After that happens, they bolt. And again, you'd think they'd be bolting and trying to go because at this point, she's already gotten the phone call. Yeah, she she gotta, knows they yeah. need to be... Be, Adam's uh, already called. Adam, like, we need to go to the science Adam fair. Let we've only got know, so much time, right? So that's part of why I went ahead and broke it up right yeah. here. Because during this moment, everybody in their respective places know we yeah. need to be at the science fair. He's called Heinz. Chanel, so she everybody. knows that. She hops in the car with Eddie. Where do they go? Dance hall. Oh, discotheque. Is that so, what it's called? Yeah. So not the, So not not the science fair. No, he he thinks she's such a good dancer that they're going to enter a dance contest. That's that's where his brain's at. But he wants to dance. The fate of the future. He has to dance. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Now we'll get back to Heinz. Heinz gets the the call. He needs to leave. He already knows. He's tried to leave once. Yeah, and and just the lady next to him just happens to take her coat off. And when she takes her coat off, she is wearing a Constitution shirt. It is literally the shirt with the Constitution on it. Yep. Don't anyway. ask me to tell you how what wraps around yeah, what. Yeah, how you would read this, but it's got bits of but the Constitution. But supposedly, according to her and the movie, the entire Constitution is readable. On it. You can read the whole shirt. thing is what she says. And so he says, I need that shirt. I will give you $1,000. No, she, he starts with $500. <laughs> yeah, he starts with she was five. like, she goes, they're on sale you over buy here. Buy your own. Buy 20 and and he I'll says, give you a thousand. And she again, we don't even hear her response. We just see a cutaway back. She's, to he's him. got the shirt. And she's, she's got the money. Yeah, and she's, she's like taking it off and counting money. Like right. Like, yeah. And then he immediately is like shoves it inside his jacket. Gets up to leave and Dick Cole fucking tries to stop him again. He's like, Heinz, asshole, where are you going? I thought we had this talk already. Right, stuff. If you don't get it, you can't leave. I liked this. He completely he says, shuts he him says, down. Well, he throws his own shit back at He him. does. He's like, I do believe that the kind of stuff you're trying to do isn't like freedom, like you said, but it's like this thing I've heard someone talk about before. Watergate. Watergate? I believe... You are acting like the people in Watergate yeah. and half of the crowd. And I'll give, I will give the dude running the seminar. He is a master. master. He thinks on his toes. He was like, let's use it. He goes, bam, you got it. 
You get it. You're better and than everybody else in this room. The guy who came in here was this way. Now he's that way. Everybody give That's him the power of me I'm and so my speaking and my stupid little Now, if necklace. only you guys were as good, good as, as that him. guy. Everybody round applause for Heinz, asshole. And he gets to leave. With the fucking Constitution mission accomplished. We're, right. we're out of here. We, he, he needs a vehicle, right? He goes outside and, hey, look, it's Bob and Gene. Hi, Bob and Gene. The dude in there now, said, can I, t- I should just take stuff, so can I have your car? Now, <laughs> my problem with this is he says that, right? Right. And they act like they met him. They didn't. Where was he when Bob and Gene were there? They hadn't got he there was, yet. No, they were. he was hiding behind the time machine. Yeah, that's right. When we saw Bob and Gene the first time, which is the only time he would have met them. They should have no idea who the fuck he is because he was hiding. But they act like, they know I remember seeing you like, earlier. Oh, that's fine. I, I do like how she's like, you think he'll bring it back? And the dude's like, that's not the point. Yeah, so they totally just give away their brand brand new new car. car. I mean, cool, man. If you're easy going like that, I guess. And so now we see time is still ticking down. Yeah, we have the the little uh, timer in the uh, spaceship. Uh, girl keeps finally, down. Uh, Chanel finally gets back to Adam and is like, "Look, I don't know what's going on, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get there. I'm, I'm stuck at this, at this weird dance, dance hall thing. I told the dude how important it is. He won't take me. I don't know what's going CIA on. CIA agents are fucking after me. They're and all shit. over the like, place. And so come get me. Adam Levin's like, I gotta go. He tells he literally spouts off a mouthful of jargon to the, are we going to be tested on this stoners? Yeah. And it's like, you guys got it? Fate of the world and the future is in their hands. I think I got it. And so he runs outside and he's like, I got to save her. I got to do this. Right. And he jumps in the first vehicle he can find. I love it. What was it? It's a shiny purple dune buggy and I want one so fucking bad. <laughs> shiny purple doesn't even give it enough credit. It's, like it's, sparkly me- it's shiny. the metallic. Yeah. It's, that, it's that 80s, 90s metallic paint job I want type. It. I want it so bad. I would cruise around in this thing. It was so cool. <laughs> he climbs into this thing with his rock and roll boots. Boots. His fucking American, American flat t-shirt. Not, like this is the most. Doesn't get any better, dude. Seventies riffic thing I've ever seen. And on his way to go save her, what happens? He sees Icky Icky, Icky Beach. Beach, and he runs into the the wait. Oh wait, he yeah. gets out of the he car. He gets out of the car. He's, he's all happy. He's, he's enjoying like, oh, the view. It's so Someone throws trash at his right fucking at his feet. fucking feet. And right when that happens, who walks up to him? Q crying Indian, crying Native American. It doesn't matter because this guy's not even actually Native American. I was you like, say, he's, like he's Italian, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> Iron Eyes Cody. That's who it is. But yeah, again, this guy is. Not a Native American. No. He's not a. Uh, he should not be here. This is before people knew that about him. Yeah, though. we've all seen the commercial. <laughs> yeah, look exactly. The, if you were alive, you know seen that commercial. People the pollute the land, oh, tear down face. Teardrop. That's exactly Sad. what happens. He does. He's just like in the future, man. There won't be anything left. How'd you know? How'd you know? At this point, we hear from our narrator computer, seven minutes, seven minutes till the end of the world. That's all. I forgot to mention this as we were going through the movie, but we kept getting notifications from the computer. computer. One of them was that the birth rate had lowered, right? And the the, suicide rate has exceeded the birth rate. No, that was the second one. The first time it was just that the birth rate lowered. And then it was that the suicide Suicide rate rate was also above above the the birth birth rate. rate. So it's 
equal. It's doubly as bad. Yeah, it's at that super point. bad at this point. And now we hear seven minutes. They have seven minutes till their twelve hours are up. At this point, with seven minutes to go, we have uh, Adam Eleven is nowhere near either of them. Yeah, nowhere. Heinz Fifty Seven is on his way back in the pacer, but then he gets stuck, stuck in traffic. Uh, the gas crisis. The rest, yeah, the, I didn't people are catch stuck that. in the in Waiting line to trying to get into, into the, the gas, gas station, t- and and Chanel is still stuck at the dance hall. Yep. Seven, seven minutes. minutes. It's not a lot of time. Who do you want to go with first? You tell me. I want to go with my boy Heinz. So Heinz 57 is honking his horn. He's being screamed at by a fat dude on a trike. A trike. A motorized <laughs> a tricycle. Motor tri- it's, it, it looks like John Popper from He looks Blue like Travelers. John Popper. If you've ever seen the TV show Brotherly Love. On the Disney he's, Channel. He's the fat mechanic, mechanic who worked at the, the, the Lawrence, Lawrence Brothers, Brothers garage. garage. Yeah. But he does indeed. Dude, he could pass easy. Like Look he, like John, John Popper. Fucking, I thought that's who it was. The highest 57, though, masterfully handles the situation. Yeah, he does. Dude punches the class. He drops he just it to his ducks out the way. Highest 57 grabs his grabs keys, his hops on. He tells his. He's on his way. He looks badass. He too, does. Right he looks. Thing. He's just it like, fits. Yeah. Even with the even with the weird red undersized suit, still um, works. He so now badass. we don't have to worry about Heinz anymore. Heinz is on he's his on way. On his way. He'll be there in a fucking minute. And then we cut back finally to the dance hall. She's in the contest. Yeah, they're like they have five minutes to go. And she's out there dancing, and in she's front of dancing everybody. in the contest. Right, her and Eddie Trujan. And then finally, Adam Levin <laughs> kicks the fucking door open. Agents all over the place. Right, they're quiet. literally like flirting with fucking people and right, shit. In the, the building. agents are up there fucking flirting with bitches. And I was like, she couldn't escape. They she couldn't escape. Any attention right? to you? She that was, guy is talking to that yeah. chick. That guy's was, getting a drink. She was just so full of it. She could have got. She wanted to dance. But yeah, he starts was. climbing across, totally Back to the Future 2 style here, right? right? Just Did you not the feel that? Did it not feel like that? completely what he was doing. Uh, and then the just, only difference is that Michael J. Fox was smart enough to go on top. On top, he's like monkey climbing This guy from is the dead. He's like, he's treating it like monkey, monkey bars. bars. Yeah. Insane. Because he's also like a foot and a half, like I mean, a story and a half up in the air. Yeah, he's pretty far up there. But he saves the day. Yep. He gets the girl. Eddie's insulted. I mean, he did just kind of drop out of the fucking sky and take her. And he goes, <laughs> what? What about me? And she's what, like, was this she, she says, it's not you, Eddie. It's not you. You're really nice. It's but, like, oh, fuck you. God damn it. Damn it. I two sh- minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes to go. Two minutes to go. Nobody is at the building. They're still across Poor fucking town. Tommy. We never even saw the beach until he drove to get her, right? right? So they were nowhere. Th- they it's forgot. It's the other side of town. They forgot. They had to throw the beach scene in. They're well, no, like, I know oh, that, shit. but my point is just how far away he drove. No way you're doing it in two minutes. No way. And Poor Chris and Tommy, they're in the they're science fair having to try and cover the whole time. When the teacher, the teacher who's in charge is now like, you guys are next, so you better yeah, know what like, you're going to tell me. Explain your shit. What are you doing here? And We're going to take it. drops and pop rocks. They're asking what it is, and Chris is trying to stammer his way through it, and Tommy just fucking goes, it's time travel. Time travel. We, we go just time it out, like, just instantly. And the teacher, the teacher doesn't even question it. He just goes, oh, that's cool. cool. All right. Like, let's um, hear more about, I can't wait to hear more about that. Let's see how you did that. I was like, what? <laughs> This is again one of those movies where the the system of disbelief in the characters yeah, you just is just like ignore it. what? Just let it go. Then we we just happen to have a happy uh, reunion moment like outside. With Thirty seconds to go. Everybody shows. They up. show up. They do their weird wave thing. high wave yeah. thing. Uh, whatever it was. And then they run inside. And as soon as they run inside, Chris and Tommy are like, "Sweet, get Dude, inside." Sh- fuck! I had nothing left here. I Take think the, the battery. battery's good. It should be fine. 
They and go and they plug hop it in, in and then they start it's making their announcements to the teacher, like counting down yeah. while they're doing it. And, the, and they're like, "We can now show you guys the wonder that is time travel." And, and it works. Making noises. The, He's like, oh. "Now we have noise to go with our smoke, smoking oh. Loomis foil." And so the machine starts, starts to have a problem, though. Oh, it's not. It's not working. Oh my God! What are we doing? It clicks down to one, and he oh, goes, wait, "Wait, smack!" And it starts to everything's okay. <laughs> they're about to close the door, and it, I love this one moment right before they leave we see Heinz 57 drop to Chris and Tommy the combo weird wave peace, peace sign. sign I was like oh shit man we were, the future's set that's right? all we, that's we all know they know everything's good now right we got the the peace sign wave thing it's good and now our our intrepid time travelers finally make their way home yeah because he fonzied the, the fonzies the he machine. just smacks it and it works there. magically at the last second off we go into the future I I love this when the when they get there he opens the time machine and he just shoves the out the boot, boot. The, the boot, boot and S A D U A D A Y. The Bay City Rollers. Yeah, it was great. I was like, yes, that is exactly how we end this fucking movie. And all the gray goes away. It all gets all fucking color. Now I know that the, I shit. know that they're insinuating it was a time jump. Yeah, it's right? a time jump, but and it happens just instantly. <laughs> I I always like to believe that it's literally science magic. And you like he shoves the boot it's out the, and the time continuum change. just changes. Again, I know that's not true, but I just, right. that's the way I like it's to. The way I, that's I, the way I, my heart. That's, that's the way I believe it in my heart. That's how it works uh, because. It, is the way visually it happens. Yeah, because it's so quick. It's just like all from gray. Like we everybody's see, colors. Everybody's wearing like cool 70s it's, clothes. It's like the 70s on, it's like times 10, right? Yeah. It's it's not even the 70s anymore. We're going to crank the color. We're going right? to crank the weird the goofiness. And giant statues. Right? Color painted everywhere. They're uh, uh, Snowball, they're in the the parade. There's a giant, giant oversized giant snowball. snowball. Pink snowball. The, the, the Lady Liberty, did they go back and get the no, stripper no, no, or something? No, it's a different person. Okay, it looked he a lot. setting his... He was setting the the point that there is now a woman whose job is, is lady to do that. Yes. Okay, I thought it was the same chick. I was like, did they uh, go back and get her and or then, something? And, and then the last thing we see at Heinz fifty seven, he's, he's teaching a class. Teaching class. Everybody's got their. Well, we don't even see that everybody's in the shirt yet. We just hear him reading the Constitution. We assume that maybe he had done the transcribed it onto paper. No, we then see it zoom out from him a little bit, and he's like, "If you follow down your left sleeve, you'll see." And we see this whole class of kids and adults yeah all of them just read no they all have the shirt and shit oh my god that is so hard to again because remember at this point they they still never knew they went to the wrong time so i guess books didn't survive into the future either i guess because so think about that that means that as far as he's concerned that is that that's how it's that's how it's supposed to be meant to be done you read it from left shoulder to right shoulder right that's how you're supposed to do it i'm tearing up from the laughter again man (laughs) (laughs) This movie is so funny. Oh, Oh, we got one last line. We get we get to see Chanel and 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 Adam Adam Levin. They're they're officially dating now. I like his like silver. He's wearing another collar with the weird hat. Wearing the hat again. So good. Uh, This one's colorful though, right? Yeah, it's super colorful. It's got the silver reflective on it and shit too. Yeah, yeah, almost. Yeah. And so she's like. You know what I think we can do? I think we should make a visit to Icky Icky Beach. And Adam, I guess, is supposed to finally have learned the the most Value important of lesson the, of everything. Of home, I guess. And he's like, no, we'll stay here. Why it's leave? Like, but did he learn a lesson? It's just that it's now different. He just wanted different. He got different. It's all he needed. He's like, I just needed some fucking color, some it pink, some blue, yeah, something. It didn't all have the fucking gray. That was my problem. Right? It didn't have to be Icky Icky Beach. That's just the thing he had a fucking postcard for. I had a picture. It had color on. 
wanted. That's what I wanted. But Bef- that's it. That's yeah, the that's movie. the movie. Guys. Before we wrap everything up, I want to ask you: Did you stay for the post credit scene? There's a post credit scene. Shut the fuck up. You know the tray full of food, right? Yeah. It is literally just an ad lib scene of them explaining to him in character what all of the food things are god damn it i could you I gotta stopped. go back i gotta go back no shit it's so funny listening to them they're like <laughs> innovators it's again. just a cup of noodles they're being it's innovators noodles. man they brought in up a the cup first that's scene. exactly that's exactly what i fucking said marveling before marvel that's what i said i said shut up there's a post credit damn it so i wouldn't have thought because it's a movie from back then i'm like we didn't do that shit until the 2000s all, all right, right well, guys homework i guess <laughs> uh we are finished with the movie again we're uh, you hear us we're laughing yeah, we're having a great. great time it's funny it was lighthearted. it was a good thing to to step away from the last <laughs> yeah, one to real. be a little bit lighter with our beer again this beer was good it's good it's stronger than the last stronger one stronger than the last flavors one flavors definitely got a little bit more it's not it's not quite bitter right no but it's definitely got that it's like ginger in it there's like a spice there's something in there hits you in the back end yeah it's nice I like it what are we gonna be drinking next time though next next time let me set this, this up you for wanna us. do this one? You, well, I'll, I'll do this. You yeah, just set it but up. But I'll set it up. So next time, guys, this is definitely different. This is going to be different. This is going to be less of a, a like a, a hint at, and you guys might be able to figure out the hint. This is straight up the drink in the movie. And this is one of those cases where we don't even care how specific it is because it's much like the movie we did today where I don't know if many of you have seen it. I don't know how many of you have seen this one. So we can totally just tell you the drink. Yeah, we're just going to kind of give you the recipe. <laughs> we're going to give you the recipe. Recipe. When you see the picture, you'll, you'll understand. Un- you'll understand bit. even more. And again, if you don't know right away, you won't. I promise. Yeah. Don't rack your brain. Maybe Google it if you want to yeah, cheat. If you want to cheat, that's fine. But I promise you, it is the kind of thing when you get the picture, when you hear what Bo's about to say, when you put it all together. If you know, you will fucking know. Hundred points to you if you do. Fucking Definitely, because right? this is another much like the one we just covered. This is a the movie from my childhood. One, right? It's obscure, and most people this haven't is another seen. Another one I'd never heard of too. This so is our next one, but I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you the recipe here. It's four parts hundred proof vodka, two parts peppermint schnapps for that mouthwash flavor. One part creme de menthe to make it green. That's the drink, guys. That's the drink. You mix it all together. There you Voila. go. There's no name for this drink. No, There's no, no clever there's way no to clever do thing, that. But this is in the movie. Literally yeah. what I just said. And I'll go ahead and add to it. Again, you'll be looking at a picture, so it doesn't really matter. But so you'll see the picture. Yeah. This is going to be in a scope bottle. It is in a mouthwash bottle. Yeah. There's a reason why Bo told you for, for that, that mouthwash flavor. flavor. It's because that's what it will have. For a reason. And again... If you know, you know. If yeah. you don't, if you, you don't, don't. You don't, but you're going to learn because that's our next episode. That's right. We can't All wait right. to see you there. Wrapping up. I think we're officially done. I think that's it. All right, cool. And we're not going to be tested on this, are we?